You're listening to the Armchair Psychologists Podcast. Am I the asshole for tricking my sister-in-law and ruining, in air quotes, her skin? I don't even know why I'm posting this. I think it's ridiculous, but my sister-in-law, mother-in-law, and my own mother think I'm the asshole. So my 17-year-old male, sister-in-law's 29-year-old female's family are hosting a family gathering. They're big on family, and they have room to invite literally everyone, which includes my parents, my older sister, and me, since we are technically family. Now, I'm big on skincare. I had horrible skin when I was 13, and it started as a way to fix it. But even after my skin got better, I just like it. It keeps my skin looking good, and I find it relaxing. I packed my essentials for the two weeks we would be there. I'll admit it was still quite a lot, but it wasn't inane. No, the room I was staying in, I was sharing with one of sister-in-law's nieces near my age. The bedroom was an ensuite bathroom. I put my things on a shelf... I made sure with the niece that I wasn't taking up too much room. Sister-in-law came to check on us and saw all my things. She asked about some things I had since they were expensive brands. She's made it a big point that she and her family have a lot more money than my family over the years. I told her I saved and got them myself. I have a job. She asked to use them, and I said no because they were expensive, and I want them to last as long as possible. She seemed annoyed but just left. Over the next few days, my sister-in-law was complaining that her skin was dry and itchy. I didn't think anything of it. Halfway through this day, she came storming down the stairs and threw a small bottle, spray bottle at me, asking me why the fuck I did this to her. I was confused and asked what she meant. Turns out she's been going into the bathroom I share with her niece and using my skincare, but she's been using what she thought was a spray bottle of water at the end, but she's actually been using a bottle of salt water, which I have because I have four pretty fresh ear piercings. At first, I asked why the fuck she's using my stuff. She said it's her family's house so she can use it. I tell her, no, it's my stuff. And I said, no, she couldn't use it. She just reiterated her first point and then asked me why I would trick her like this. I explained that it's salt water for my ears, but she just called me a liar, asking why I would have it on the bathroom shelf next to the rest of my skincare stuff. She then went on about how I purposely ruined her skin. I again tried explaining myself. Sister-in-law then turns to my mother and her mother and said she had asked about my skincare and I had explained everything and said the bottle was water, which was total BS. She only asked about my expensive ones. Her niece backed me up, but sister-in-law called niece a liar too. Mother-in-law was pissed and said I'm horrible and just jealous of sister-in-law and my mother said she's disappointed and embarrassed at me. This then caused she and my dad to argue and now I feel like shit. Sister-in-law's family and my mother are ignoring me or being passive-aggressive. And they even threw out my salt water and won't let me make a new batch. And it stopped me when I try. I don't know what to do. Am I the asshole? Edit. I had to remove this because of character limit, but I think I've confused some people. This isn't my dad's family. This is my brother's wife, sister-in-law's family. Also, white salt water is normally okay for your skin. Daily exposure isn't. Plus, it might not even be the salt water. Could very well be that she had a bad reaction to another product. What works for one person might not work for another. I just had a few people asking about that. What do you think? All right. Well, I think uh, poetic justice is a beautiful thing, to be honest. (laughs) Yes. I Uh, think it's really bizarre to claim you can use anyone's stuff just because they're in their house. It's like if I was like, oh, hey, Jack, you're coming down to Mexico. Cool. You can stay in my guest bedroom. And then I like took five hundred dollars out of your wallet without telling you and i was like well it's in my house so i can use it 
Like, <laughs> well, correction, be- social. That would be five hundred dollars out of your wallet because once I cross the threshold, um, apparently yeah. it's all yours. Yeah, it's just bullshit, and it's weird to me that everyone sided with the sister-in-law. I get the mother-in-law siding with her because, well, the niece didn't, who was there actually, but. I get the mother-in-law siding with her because that's probably how you raise such a shitty human being is just taking her side unreasonably. Um, And she probably gets some of this behavior from you, like the entitled behavior. But the mother siding with the sister-in-law really bugged me. I, it's not unusual though. Like she, she might feel she doesn't want to mess a relationship up for her son or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I know my parents didn't always back me up even when I was right. Um, so I can see why it happens. I just think it's shitty. Well, I mean, I can see how, you know, I mean, this this is like an extreme example. But, you know, imagine they went to a club one night and she found a pill on the floor and she goes, ooh, ecstasy. I love ecstasy. And then she takes it and it's a fentanyl pill and she ends up in a hospital and then she's going to what start bitching at the you know the uh <laughs> the the, uh, the the dance club for you know i want reparations because i found a pill on the floor and i ate it and it didn't give me the effect that i wanted it to it's like um dumbass you know you don't just walk in and use but you don't know what he has that is medicinal, what he has is prescribed. You don't know if you're allergic to it. Um, to just suddenly claim it as your own and start using his beauty products is not only a little bit dangerous, um, it's super rude. Um, it's a violation of space and privacy. And, um, you know, the fact that she got out, she got off pretty easy by just spraying some salt water on her face. I mean, it's no worse than if she jumped in the ocean and, uh, any dryness that she gets on her face, she deserves it a hundred percent. I'm glad. And also how dumb is she that she was using it for several days and didn't put two and two together that it had something to do with the products until way down the line when her skin was already ruined. Also, her skin is going to come back from that and she'll be fine. It's just a little itchy and dry. It's not like her face got disfigured. I just, ah, some people, this one is pretty kind of dry to me. She's the asshole and his mother is an asshole for not backing him up. Mother-in-law is also an asshole. Um, The only people who aren't assholes in this story are him and the niece. Yeah. I mean, if he brought like a a vial of battery acid because, you know, that's like his thing or whatever. um, Yeah. You don't bring in toxic chemicals into people's houses when you're a guest, um, regardless of whether someone's snooping around or not. Um, but he, he didn't do any of that. All of this was his, this was his beauty routine, his skincare routine. Um, you know, it seems a little aggressive to me. Um, I'm more of a, uh, El Natural, uh, kind of, kind of person, um, that probably (laughs) I'm paying the piper now in my mid forties for, uh, lack there, you know, lack of (laughs) 
of taking care of my skin in my 20s. But, you know, I mean, the fact that she just I, I don't know, the 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 amount of entitlement uh, coursing through the veins of these people makes me think that maybe um, she's got a little bit of princess syndrome in that, um, you know, what, uh, you know, what princess wants princess gets and, uh, and, and mom taking her side. I mean, all the guy did was pack a, 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 a Woody, a toiletries bag. I mean, that's, that's, that's the extent of his crime was like, um, I brought some toiletries, you know, I mean, what if he brought an electric toothbrush and she, uh, you know, um, is she going to start using that too? I mean, this, this is crazy. Right. Just right. crazy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, she's an asshole. All right. Yeah. Fix is served. This is the instinct to destroy Am I the asshole for giving my mother-in-law a fake copy of my house key and exposing her on Christmas dinner? I want to preface this by saying that I, 34 female, married my husband, 37 male, a year ago. His mom is snoopy and annoying as fuck. She can't help it. That is just how she is, as my dear in-laws say. My husband and I purchased a new house recently. My mother-in-law pushing to get an emergency key. She promised that she would only use it in an emergency but given the fact that she had an emergency key to our old apartment and walked in on us being intimate twice but my husband didn't think it was a big deal i just couldn't trust her so i sent her a fake key after she kept pushing and she had a smug look on her face after i hand delivered it to her days went by and on christmas dinner mother-in-law angrily called me out on the fact i gave her a fake copy of the house key She shamed me for doing this in front of everyone, but in my defense, I asked her how she found out, and she said days ago when she came over at four while my husband and I were out. I reminded her, didn't you promise you you wouldn't use it unless there's an emergency? So you tried to get in when there was no emergency, and you broke the promise you made to us. She looked red in the face, and the other family started staring, and some even laughed at her for the face she made. She suddenly got up from her seat and rushed in the kitchen where she had a huge meltdown so loud the next-door neighbors must have heard. Literally, I've never heard a 60-plus-year-old woman throw a tantrum like that. Needless to say, dinner went awkward, and my husband and his sister were giving me looks. My husband went off on me in the car and said I lied and manipulated and humiliated and exposed his mom and said he wouldn't have let me get away with it had he known. We had an argument and he's demanding I apologize to his mom for my childish behavior and for ruining Christmas dinner for the whole family. Am I the asshole? What do you think? What's your first instinct? No, because the the she doesn't the mother-in-law is not entitled to have a key in the first place. That's mm-hmm. a privilege that you get when you've shown someone that you're trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. And she broke that trust in the past so upon pushing her for it she gave her a key and what do we know she broke the trust again and found out that she was lied to which to me is no big loss or wrong it's not wrong at all because she's proven she's untrustworthy so there's you know there's no loss here it's kind of like at that moment, if she had any self-awareness, when she realized it was a fake key, 
rather than confronting her and humiliating herself. Let's not forget, she's the one who brought this up in front of everyone at the Christmas dinner. The mother-in-law brought this up in front of everyone at the Christmas dinner. Yeah. Instead of doing that, maybe she should have had some self-awareness and realized, oh, maybe they didn't give me the right key because I do this and snoop and walk in on their private lives behind their backs. I I guess I just, I don't understand why it's so imperative for the mother-in-law to have a key to their house. I mean, is she feeding their dog? Is she doing, I mean, is there something that she, I I, I just, it it's, it's almost like uh, among the, like the soul, sewing circle, it's like, ooh, I have my in-law, I have my daughter-in-law's key. I have my daughter-in-law's key. Oh, I don't have mine. I need to get that. It it's it's not about helping people. It's not about it yeah, it's it's just like a some kind of uh tradition or something like that. And it's it's I, I don't some kind of obsessive need for control and invading the privacy and like remaining too much a part of her son's life. Yeah. And not respecting other people. I think it really comes down to she doesn't want to respect people's boundaries. And let's not forget that she humiliated herself because she decided to call her out in front of everyone at Christmas dinner. And so basically, mother-in-law is just totally the asshole. She made this whole thing a big deal and she threw a tantrum when she was in the wrong the whole time. And ultimately, I don't think it's about being helpful or anything. It's just about being manipulative and controlling other people and not respecting their boundaries. And I'm, I mean, I'm annoyed that the husband is okay with that as well. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say the fact that the, uh, you know, the more uncomfortable uh, aspect of the Christmas dinner is that the mother's uh, umbilical cord is still attached to the son which is, uh, you know, very off-putting when you're trying to eat mashed potatoes. I mean, just, uh, you know, dude, um, stand up to your mom. Like, that's your wife. And and sitting there and just, you know, um, taking your mom's side in, over these issues. Um, I mean, it, and, it, and it goes so far, too, for your marriage, too. If you just take your wife's side, it just shows you have solidarity with your wife. I mean, your wife is your wife. Um, and uh, the fact that, oh, I don't want to upset my mom. She's older. She, you know, set in her ways and da-da-da-da-da. No, you got to do it. You got to stand up for your, your, your mom, especially if she's one of those moms that's trying to create a wedge between you and uh, I, I don't know why. Why is that? Why is that a, a trope in our in? Is it even our a culture? trope in the world? It's, like, why yeah. is that a thing? Uh, I don't know, Jack. Did you did you go through this at all? I mean, if you're comfortable sharing, I'm curious because you're married. Well, you know, I uh, I did the you know brave thing and moved ten thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah, that's you show them. <laughs> I I don't know. I I do think it's interesting. It's supposed to be like mothers and sons and fathers with their daughters. My dad is the opposite. My dad would let someone treat me like shit and and be like I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but it's true. He he really doesn't 
care how other people treat me. So it's kind of like, I don't, I never understood this. I used to be kind of jealous of like daddy's girls and stuff. I was never a daddy's girl. Yeah. Um. So I never had like, so I, I can't relate to this. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I can't, I cannot relate to this at all. Like my parents are, are, are willing, perfectly willing to take the other person's side in any conflict I'm involved in. Really? Okay. Yes. You're like, so, we know her, we know how she is, you know? You can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, is there something really wrong with me? And then I was just realized, no, it's my family. <laughs> if there is something wrong with me, it's still their fault. So anyway, at the end of the day, I I have seen this play out in, in real life, though, you know, getting back to the subject and, and amongst family members and stuff like that. Um, and it is just so weird to me how... It's like, I don't know. I mean, I, a lot of it has to do with the patriarchy. And I guess the mom doesn't want to lose her power in a way and her relationship with her son because maybe it gives her like kind of status and importance and, and like yeah. a place. In life. And then I think the other factor is that sons don't want to, um, you know, upset upset their mothers because they feel like they owe something to them. Um, but yeah, I think Jack is right here. You you have to stick up and uphold those boundaries. Oh, um, you have to. You have to. And I, I don't know what it is like um, about... I think I have I've may have figured it out a little bit. It's, it's like, like, even in my own experience, it would be like... Um, Mothers feel a duty to to stick up for their sons, defend their sons, mm-hmm. um, as if they're like indefensible in a relationship. It's like no, they have agency. I can express my, I don't need a you know uh, supplementary support in an argument against my wife. As a matter of fact, anything you chime in is now ganging up on my wife, and that is going to make things a hundred times worse. So staying out of it is the greatest thing you could do, the biggest favor you could do. But, you know, there'll be times where I'll say something like, you know, uh, you know, I'm really tired or whatever. Oh, oh, you work so hard. You work just so hard. It's like, no, 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 I don't work. I don't work anywhere near as hard as my wife works. Let me let me say, oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. No, I'm telling you it's true. Just say, oh, okay. You know, but it's not they it's not in their DNA. They can't do that. It's right. it's it's my it's my little boy, you know, my 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 brave little you know, little little hard worker. And uh that has to be absolutely maddening for women to to have to deal with that. I mean, um I don't know if you've experienced that with the, with an ex or something i've but. never experienced that with the guys i've dated their moms always loved me so much um and i think that's because um <laughs> my dog just fell off the couch <laughs> it was really funny um i was gonna say i've never i've never experienced it with thankfully with the moms of men i've dated i really haven't dated i've only had two boyfriends and both of them i met both of their mothers and um, both of their moms really liked me. I think at first, my first yeah. boyfriend's mom, like she was kind of like, she didn't, I don't know if she liked me that much at first. She was like, it's not that she disliked me. She was like kind of wary of me. 
<clears throat> and she was like kind of standoffish and stuff. But then she really liked me a lot so much later. So I do think there's a lot to be said for for moms kind of like accepting their son's crappy behavior, though, because I know both of those guys had really major <clears throat> like kind of issues that I don't think their moms were willing to like call them out on. Does that make sense? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, in like, my case, of- yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say in my case, I would much rather my parents always take my wife's side and just say, oh, Jack, don't be a piece of shit. You know, get your get it together. And it would it would it would be such a better situation, such a better situation. I was just going to say that I think a lot of moms do end up enabling their sons, though, like in one way or another. And this is just like an extension of that behavior. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say the, the mother-in-law is definitely an asshole. She's acting like a child and the husband's also an asshole. For being um, a spineless little turd. Yeah, you know? literally yeah. for being a spineless turd. So I think it, uh, verdict is in, uh, tantrum throwing child and spineless turd. Yeah. The assholes. <laughs> you are NTA. Yeah. You're, you're on, uh, you're on good ground there. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is the instinct to destroy. Okay. Am I the asshole for pointing out my wife's baby weight? I, 32 male, have been married to my wife, 31 female, for nine years. We have a seven-year-old son together and two-year-old twins. With our son, my wife lost her weight pretty fast. She didn't gain much to even start out with. My wife has always been pretty petite. Before our twins, she was probably 120 to 125 pounds. She is now 180 pounds. She has showed no attempt to lose the weight and no longer goes to the gym. She used to always be in the gym four days a week. The other night, she was complaining her new jeans no longer fits, and I pointed out that she still has her baby weight. Dude, she got really upset and said I basically called her unattractive. That is not the case at all. I find my wife beautiful, but she keeps sizing up in her jeans and then acts confused why. We're very open with each other, so I didn't think she'd take it so offensively. I told her I thought she was beautiful and that wasn't supposed to be an insult, just that she hasn't lost it yet. (laughs) She then got defensive and said she carried two babies in her body and what did I expect? She slept as far to the wall as she could get and had an attitude with me for the rest of the night. We are open about things. I never meant for her to take it so negatively or to insult her. So am I the asshole? Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you you lack tact, you know? It was very... Uh, tactless. It was tactless. Um, I mean, sometimes, you know, like 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 there's sometimes where you make an offhand comment and I think like it's so it's so over the top, like it's it just crosses the line so so far that there's no coming back. And sometimes there's just like um, you know what you would call uh, a slip of just you know you say something and you're there's no filter and and you know like like I I kind of believe that he didn't mean anything insulting by it. Um, but it is something that was on his mind. Obviously, he he prefers her when she was 120 or 130 instead of 180. 
Um, they, they had a baby, what, seven years ago? Is that what the baby weight was from? No, they had one baby seven years ago and another, and then she had twins two years ago. Oh, twins. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes, that one baby seven years ago. She's 31 now. Yeah. They've been married for nine years. They had one baby seven years ago, and then they had twins just two years ago. Oh, man. And she's busy as hell. I mean, taking care of twins. And, you know, trying to find time to eat, you know, the best you can do is three kids, three kids. kids. Um, Someone said info. How would someone with three kids have time to work out four days a week? Because he said she used to work out four days a week. Have you made arrangements for childcare so your wife has the same opportunities she had before bringing three human beings into the world? And then. This other person said, does OP ensure he is spending hours a day alone with his children? Does OP ensure that his wife has time to pursue her own dreams, goals, and happiness? And once she feels happy and fulfilled, she may or may not choose to go to the gym. Her body is beautiful, and his goal of her weight is ridiculous. Yeah, I like that. I like that as soon as he gets home from work, she just goes, here, the kids are yours. Um, Give them uh, to make dinner for him. I'm going to the gym. Uh, See ya. I'll be back in a couple hours. And then I right. hope she goes to like the nail salon and just gets her nails done or something. Right. Yes. Jack. <laughs> yes. Feminist icon. <laughs> I just, I think it's so hard. She has three kids. She used to be 120 to 125. She worked out four days a week. Yeah. And it's just so unnecessary because I think maybe men don't don't always understand like why women make a comment. She was not saying her jeans don't fit. So you could point out that it's because she still has baby weight. I yeah. don't know if you is like I sometimes it's like I don't know, like the brain isn't all there, but it's like she's not stupid. She knows why they don't fit. But most of the time she's making a statement because she doesn't feel attractive anymore. And a lot of these insecure comments that come from women, I don't think they're necessarily intended to fish for compliments. But I think a lot of times they're a statement that's made from a place of insecurity. And the correct way to respond to that is reassurance. Right. It wouldn't have hurt for him to say, honey, you look great. You look amazing. Yeah, that's, that's all. She, that's all you needed to say. Um and then at a later time, maybe you could say, hey, do you have enough time for yourself? If you if you think she used to enjoy working out four days a week and now she doesn't have time to do that and maybe it's affecting a lot of things because probably more than just weight gain, the fact she's not allowed to, to – that she doesn't have time to work out four days a week anymore, it probably is affecting her mood, probably making her feel more depressed. It's probably making her feel unmotivated. She probably yes. feels like she doesn't have time to herself anymore. So – you know, it would just go, you had so many chances to be the hero, as Jack usually says. You could have said, yeah. you look great, you look beautiful, don't worry about the baby weight. And then not even, don't mention the baby weight, just say, you look great, you look beautiful, don't worry about your jeans not fitting. You know, let's go buy some new jeans next week. And, and he also just, said he's he's very happy with the weight she's at right now. So just STFU, why even writing this post? Shut up. Then don't yeah. say anything. And then you're asking, like, are you the asshole? Yes. Just there's only two ways that you should ever respond to a woman who's feeling insecure about her weight. Tell her that she looks beautiful, just as beautiful as she's always looked. And two, offer to help in some way. But I'm not saying drag her to the gym or anything. Say, you know, 
do you want to go clothes shopping together next week or stuff that will boost her confidence, not stuff that's going to confirm in her head that she needs to lose weight. Yeah. Uh, take the kids for a walk or something. Just do plan something fun. That's just like, you know, not necessarily, you know, you don't have to say, um, you know, we're going to go run a 10 K or five K right now. You know, it's just like, you could do something, I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I, I don't think that she necessarily is looking to be fixed and right. he's looking to fix something. And in her mind, it's not broken. Um, right. And also you can't get somebody else into shape for you, you know, like you can't. Yeah. That's not going to work. It's. And it's, yeah. She brought three kids into this world. You should just be thankful she had three of your kids. And just, you know, if you, it, it's just none of your business really how much she weighs or if she still has baby weight. And if you feel like she doesn't have enough time to herself or other areas where you could have offered to help, like taking the kids more often or organizing for childcare or doing something so she can have a little bit more independence and time for herself. Yeah, that would have been helpful. Things that will make her feel more confident and better and like she has more time for herself and more energy and will lift her spirits. Don't make comments that will bring her down because that's what you did, whether you meant to or not. Well, this is the men's modus operandi I find in these situations is to first you hint, then you belittle, then you then you start you know, looking around for something better, uh, more attractive. I mean, this is, this is a common theme among, um, you know, dirt bags that are kind of, uh, all their identity is wrapped up in the attractiveness of their wives, you know? And it's like, you know, you, you don't, you, you're so dumb as you to not know that when your wife had three kids that she's, her body's not going to look the same as it did before she had three kids um right you you moron um and then and then it's go then they go into fixed mode it's like all right i'm gonna be your personal trainer and i'm gonna get you out there on the track and we're gonna run uh sprints and uh you're not gonna eat another carb for uh six months and i mean it's just like it it just gets ridiculous because men are are i think problem solvers right i mean um and and it's it's uh it, it it's it's this this idea that we can just kind of uh um engineer some sort of solution to this and instead of uh i don't know what the the uh Eckhart Tolle the power of now you know like like let's live in the moment and appreciate what we have you know three beautiful children uh a happy marriage um and, uh, you know, what, what your weight is does not define who you are and all of his, you know, it's, it's, it's really, um, this guy scares me a little bit because it feels like his self-esteem is kind of wrapped up in the attractiveness, attractiveness of his wife. And, uh, that's a really unhealthy uh, place to be, uh, in, in my opinion. Yeah, Jack, I like the way you you really hit the nail on the head. And yeah, I think maybe we should do an episode next week on on male psychology, because I I really like the way you said that it's like 
the modus operandi of dirtbags who essentially for a lot of men, it's true that their self-worth is based on not how attractive they find their wife, but how attractive they think other men or the status quo will find their wife. Right. That third party perspective is is the, the, the thing that they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And what the hell do those people have anything to do with your marriage? I mean, right. Yeah. It's, it's really unhealthy. This guy is the asshole. And I will say, uh, you're an asshole. You need to get your head on straight and you need to realize everything your wife has done in order to, to give you both three beautiful children, um, appreciate her and make sure that you're giving her enough time for herself. Um, you know, pick up. Yeah. The yeah. I, 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 I pray the next day, she just dumps those three kids in his hands when he comes home from work and says, I'm off to Planet Fitness. Uh, see you in an hour and a half, you know? Um, yeah, and then she goes, drinks a couple beers at the bar and gets her nails done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Yeah, go do something. <laughs> Got some wine with the girls. Yeah. All right. All right. So he's an asshole. And uh, to our listeners out there, uh, we would love to get your situations. Let us know. We'll read them on the show. That is armchair psychologist podcast at gmail.com. That is armchair psychologist podcast at gmail.com. And we will catch you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. The species called man does have any relationship with God because he alone is able to undo God's work. I don't say he does it maliciously or on purpose. Just that as other creatures were endowed with the instinct to survive, we seem to have been endowed with the instinct to destroy. I think I could turn without him. They do not lie when they are. They do not make any sense their duty to God. Not one of them one yields to another, or to his own kind. Not one of them once respect.